to the very first episode of our new Blue Jam podcast. This is a new podcast series that's aimed at helping sales leaders to maximise the performance of their sales teams. My name is Michael Gegg. I don't work for Blue Jam, just to put that out there. Um, I am... I run a consultancy called South Thames Marketing and we support Blue Jam with their marketing efforts. Um, but a man who is responsible at Blue Jam is Jim Bloomfield. Who, Jim, how are you doing? Hello, hi, Michael. Thanks for having me. Are you nervous about your first podcast? <laughs> uh, well, this is actually my second, so I think I'm a seasoned pro now. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably more seasoned than me, so we'll see how we go. Um, thank you everyone for uh, downloading this first podcast. As we say, it is our first podcast, so do excuse us for any uh, bloopers we, we, we might come up with, but hopefully you'll find it an interesting and enjoyable listen, and hopefully you can get a lot out of it. Um, Jim, I guess it's a good starting point. Um, do you want to just maybe give the listeners, those of you, those of them who don't know us, just a bit of an overview about Blue Jam and what you guys are all about? Yeah, sure. So we're a business psychology consultancy uh, established in 2005. And uh, what we do is is support uh, businesses with the, the recruitment and retention of their staff, typically in the, the management and leadership space, as well as uh, sales teams. Um, I know the, the team at Blue Jam have recently launched uh, a new Acuity product, um, which is a 360 product. And I thought that was a great starting point for, for the series, really, to see, to talk around how 360 feedback can be used to improve sales teams' performance. Yeah. Um, I guess as a, as a starting point there, 360, um, what, what, do you mean, what do we mean by 360? Uh, so 360 is, is I suppose, the, the, the format by which people can get feedback from a range of uh, different people that know them well. Uh, in terms of uh, how they work. So that could be their manager, it could be their peers, it could be any direct reports that they have. Uh, and with the Acuity being focused on sales, could also be uh, customers within the sales process too. From a sales perspective, for, 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 for our, our sales leaders that are listening, how can 360 really fit in in, in the sales side? Uh, yeah, good question. So I think that... Um, one of the key benefits for a sales leader is that often they don't actually spend a lot of time with individual salespeople. Um, no. So they, they may well spend, uh, you know, allocate a proportion of, of their week or their month to going out on sales visits. But if you break that down to individual salespeople, they, they maybe only spend two or three hours a month uh, with each of those individuals. So uh, a 360 is really good to help the sales leader understand from other people's perspectives, other people that engage with those salespeople, what do they see in those salespeople? What are what do they think are the strengths of that salesperson? What do they think that salesperson could improve? As a sales leader, how to how can I how can I use how can that information be valuable to me? How can I use that information? Yeah, so let's say uh, you have a, a 360 report on one of your, your sales uh, team. A, that gives you a, a huge amount of insight into that person's behaviour, how they operate in the role, perhaps how they, how they operate differently with different audiences. So they might um, be very good at interacting with 
customers, you'd probably expect that, but maybe with their peers, they're, they're, they're not really engaging with them um, or supporting them or learning off their peers. Uh, maybe with, with other functions within the organization, um, you know, perhaps they could, they could do more to uh, gain insight and to learn from, from them. Uh, and to share knowledge with them to, to improve the overall performance of the business. Um, so that's on an individual level. At a, at a group level, um, you can use those 360 insights to analyze where are the overall strengths and, and weaknesses of the sales team as a whole and, and use that to identify themes that you can then address through sales training. And what I liked about um, what I've learned so far and read so far about the acuity of what you guys have developed is you've got the customer element in there as well. And so how, how important is, is that in terms of getting that real rounded um, 360, the fact you've got customer insight as well as, you know, peers and managers? Yeah, well, uh, you know, obviously in a sales role, the customer is absolutely key and, and you want to know how your salespeople are interacting with your customers. Now, as a sales leader, if you go on a, on a, on a sales visit with your salesperson, they are going to be on their best behaviour, aren't they? They're going to follow the process that they're supposed to to the letter. Uh, and so what you see isn't necessarily going to be what that person does all of the time. If you get feedback from trusted customers, um, then you'll get a much um, broader picture of, of what's actually going on on the ground uh, and a much more rounded view of that. So you can start to pick up on anything that maybe the salesperson is doing differently to what perhaps they might um might be required to do in the role and have you found in your experience that like 360s at the moment are quite is that quite common when it comes to what sales leaders are currently doing they're trying to develop their staff or is do you feel not enough sales functions sales leaders are implementing this kind of um development yeah the picture i would say the picture is is mixed it's much more common in in uh, leadership and managerial roles um, and we do find that um, we get clients who, have, who are perhaps looking at this after having done some sales training. So perhaps where sales training hasn't quite had the desired uh, effects, they're coming back and looking at, well, what else could we do? If sales training isn't addressing the, the issues that we're seeing, what else can we do? And that's when the, the conversation about 360 tends to come up. I would argue that's that's the wrong way around because really the 360 can inform your sales training and make sure that you can deliver really targeted interventions through your sales training. Have you got any examples of from your clients, not, not necessarily having to name names, but clients or organisations that are doing this really well at the moment? Uh, yeah, well, that's, uh, yeah, in the in the way that I've described, really, we've we've got clients who use the 360 first. Um, and can then do the group and level analysis to to look at where are the, the the development needs within the sales force as a whole. Now, what that can lead to is is um, you know maybe a more modular approach to your sales training. So there might be some common uh, themes which which would apply to everybody, uh, where everyone in the sales team would would attend that module. There might be uh, then a small number of individuals who perhaps don't have the skills or knowledge in a certain area that the rest of the sales team does. So we don't need to put them all through that element of the sales training. It would just be the people for, for who that, whom that applies. Uh, and, and that's what the 360 can tell you. And is, is 360 just a once a year activity? 
is it always just done at that kind of that typical time of year in sort of January, February or March, April when performance reviews are, you know, just happening that this kind of stuff takes place or is it something that could be all done at any time around the year? Yeah, it's something that typically uh, you, you would probably do annually. Um, you could perhaps do it a little bit more frequently, um, but no more than, than, than twice a year because, um, you know, if you were using it to measure a change in a salesperson's behaviour, you need to first highlight to them what the change needs to be, maybe deliver some training to help them affect the change and then have some time through which you can measure that change through um, what the, uh, the people who work with them might see. So their peers, their customers, their managers, it's going to take a while for them to see that change in behaviour. So uh, if you were to do it a month apart, that probably wouldn't be uh, enough time. Six months might allow you to do that, um, probably no more than, than six monthly. If I'm an individual salesperson reporting into a sales leader, like what, what, what are the benefits for me as an individual? Yeah, so, so the benefits are about taking ownership of your professional development. I think that's the, th the key thing um, for me. And what, um, through researching the, the, the model that we use um, for our 360, one of the key findings is that the highest performing salespeople are, uh, tend to be the most motivated, tend to want to learn, tend to have um, strong focus on developing and improving. So actually, they've got an appetite, they've got a thirst to know more about themselves, and the 360 really gives them that. It helps them to compare how they see themselves against how other people see them and to identify gaps and areas that they might need to address going forwards, and, and gives them some really useful uh, insight. You know, they may, may feel that um, their engagement with the customer is absolutely perfect, but if the, the feedback suggests otherwise, they can pinpoint not only that it might not be perfect, but exactly what it is they need to do differently in order to, to gain that improvement. So it gives very specific, very targeted feedback to the individual that a highly motivated salesperson is going to want to act on. And that's great. If they if they take ownership of their own professional development, that's that's the best possible. That's the goal have, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And from an impact perspective, Jim, so we've done all this. Um, so the, the individuals have done their 360, um, as a leader, I've got the results. So I'm mean, now at the kind of the group level, what, what, what kind of analysis can you get from all of this? Yeah, well, well for me, uh, that's one of the main things that I love about working with sales functions is that performance is so easily measured, isn't it? Yeah, they because, understand numbers. Yeah, there's, there's a number that people are required to, to achieve and that's, that's really the bottom line. Um, so, if you're using a 360, what we can actually do, uh, if uh, organisations are willing to share the, the data with us, is to compare the results from the 360 against sales performance data. Uh, and if we can take your top salespeople and identify some common themes that they have, then you know what, what are the critical factors that are most likely to deliver sales success in future. So if you're going to spend money on sales training, you can really focus in on those areas because you know that they drive great sales performance. Thank you. Now, unfortunately, we've run out of time, um, but I think that's just a really fascinating introduction to the world of 360 feedback. Um, to, to, to the listeners, I hope you found that interesting um, and insightful. If you've got any questions 
feel free to contact us at bluejam.co.uk. Just fill in the fill in the form there. Um, we'd love to obviously answer any questions you have. Um, if you also if you've got any topics that you want us to address, um, please do feel free to uh, write to us, and we'd love to make sure that we address those on on future podcasts. But for now, thank you very much, and we'll be back again next month.